Do you need help protecting your finances as you enter retirement? David Dickens of KC Financial Advisors has got you covered. Welcome to the Cover Your Assets KC podcast. This is the Cover Your Assets KC podcast. Walter Storholt alongside David Dickens, President and Wealth Advisor at KC Financial Advisors with an office in Overland Park. We're online at CoverYourAssetsKC.com. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about annuities, a topic we've covered before here on the show, but we're zeroing into the time before you buy an annuity. David, we've spent some time here on the show before kind of breaking down, okay, if someone has an annuity, what are the different um, you know, types of annuities and some of those kinds of things. A little bit different angle on today's show. We've got the three questions somebody needs to ask and get answers to before they step into that annuity world. So this is for all our folks who are, are in the pre-annuity buying phase of their lives. Exactly. So the best time to ask questions about sometimes <laughs> complex financial instruments are before you own them. So annuities can be really complex. They can be irrevocable in certain types of them, and they can have really big surrender penalties. So the best time to ask the best questions is up front. And so so shoot first, ask questions later is not the <laughs> mantra to go by here. Definitely not. Ready, fire, aim instead of let's let's make sure we get ready and we take good aim and then we fire if it's appropriate. There you go. I like that. All right. So uh, David's, David's given me advanced notice of the three questions today. So first one, we want you to ask if you are thinking about buying an annuity or if you haven't even thought about it, but might in the future, is to really ask what type of annuity is it? And that might seem basic, David, but a lot of people don't realize there's a whole bunch of different kinds. Yeah. And it seems like it ought to be super clear, but I get some really basic questions from some really smart people about annuity. So just real quickly in review, there are basically four types. An immediate annuity is kind of like your pension or social security for that matter. You give an insurance company a lump sum of money and they pay you monthly income until you die, like your pension. And like your pension, you might select to do that until you, the last of you or your spouse dies. And that's just a joint contract. But as soon as the second of you dies, the income stream stops. So that's an immediate annuity. There are also things called fixed annuities. And they look and smell and feel a whole lot like bank CDs, except that these are issued and guaranteed by an insurance company and not the FDIC. So fixed rate, fixed term, it could be as short as a couple of years, as long as six or seven years. But when that time period is over, you can think of it as maturing and you can do whatever with that money that you want with no penalty and no fees in the vast majority of cases. And the interest you've earned along the, along the way has been tax deferred. So that's a fixed annuity. There are also indexed annuities. And that's kind of an invention from back in the 70s and 80s where, where banks actually used to have CDs that were indexed to maybe the S&P 500. You don't know what interest rate you're going to earn until you find out what that particular index earned. And almost always you get a piece of that index, but your return is going to be capped in some way, maybe at 4 or 5 or 6% of that index's return. S&P 500, it could be the NASDAQ, it could be a, an index you've never heard of, but usually they have histories on them. So that's an indexed annuity. And then there are variable annuities. And variable annuities are, they're not my favorite, <laughs> because as I'm going to mention 
in the next section. They come with pretty high fees. But what that is, is a smashing together an insurance product and an investment product. So what you do with your variable annuity is you choose how that money that you put into that contract is invested and you invest them in a series of sub accounts that are going to look a lot like mutual funds. And so those are the basic four types of, of annuities, immediate, fixed, indexed, and variable. Well, that's the answers to question number one. What type of annuity is it? And once you get that figured out, you know a little bit more of the waters that you're starting to wade in and some of the additional questions that you can then ponder and ask. And one of those additional questions, David, becomes our second one on the show. How much does this annuity cost? So that's a super important question to know the answer to. You want to make sure that whichever of the four that you buy, that it fixes a problem, a financial problem that you're trying to fix. And then you'd like to know, well, how much is this fix going to cost me? So with almost no exceptions, I can't think of an exception where there was a fee involved in an immediate annuity or a fixed annuity. Those are almost always, you plop a piece of money down and either the insurance company pays you a lifetime income stream or they give you a fixed interest rate for a fixed period of time, and there shouldn't really be a fee involved in that. There are costs involved, which may reduce your interest rate, but the interest rate is stated right up front. And so you shouldn't expect to pay any monthly or annual fees for those first two, immediate or fixed. With an indexed annuity and with variable annuities, they, they oftentimes come with fees, annual fees involved. And those help pay for bells and whistles that you choose, certain optional benefits that you might want to have added to your annuity. Uh, some, of them, some of the costs are small, <laughs> others are pretty large, and you just want to make sure that the price you're paying is worth the benefit you're receiving. So for instance, on an indexed annuity, a lot of those come with an optional a lifetime income benefit where you might have that investment for four or five or six or 10 years and then you want them to pay you a lifetime income out of the what the amount has grown to. And a lot of times that will come with a 1% annual fee that you sign up for on day one. Variable annuities, on the other hand, have a pretty long laundry list of fees, investment management fees, actuarial fees, various types of uh, mortality fees, and also income rider fees. So those variable annuities, I've seen a bunch of them over the years, and they tend to have fees of somewhere between two and a half and three percent a year. So think of it this way. Let's say you're going to put $200,000 of your hard-earned money into a variable annuity, and it charges you a three percent fee every year and you're 65 and you have it till you're 85, that 3% fee on $200,000 for 20 years, that's 120 grand of fees. Now, is that a lot or a little? Well, it sounds like a lot to me, but to you as the investor, as the retiree, what you'd have to figure out, hopefully have somebody help you figure out is, well, what did I get for that $120,000 worth of fees that I paid over that 20 years? And then, you'll pretty much have a, a gut instinct and as to whether that was a good expenditure for fees or a bad expenditure for fees. 
But what you want to know up front is how much of the fees and what am I getting for them? I think that's a great perspective. Always comes back to value whenever we talk about cost and fees. Um, sometimes it's not just that bottom line number, but what you get for that number becomes really important. So that's good a reminder there. But definitely got to be aware of lots of uh, lots of different fees. I was reviewing some of the uh, statements from my wife's four hundred three a B account and was just looking at you know different mutual funds and things like that, David, and and really starting to kind of dig into the fees of some of the different investments. And it's kind of like what administrative fee, this fee, transaction <laughs> fee, what are all these things, you know? And uh, it's yeah. not fun to start calculating all those things. Like you said, hopefully it, it um, translates into good value for the investor. Yes. And without good information, it's kind of hard for you to determine, did I get good value for the money that I spent? It's a great point. Absolutely. All right. Uh, last question. The third one to ask before you buy an annuity. So number one was what type is it? Number two, how much is it going to cost you? Number three, what happens to my money when I die? And I know this is one of the main concerns of why people are maybe initially hesitant about some annuity products, David. Yeah, and and frankly, one of the biggest misunderstandings too, an immediate annuity. Think back now to the four types that we talked about right off the top. Immediate annuities are like your pension or Social Security. When you die, that money goes away. You might have selected a, a joint immediate annuity, and at which point your spouse would continue to get that income until he or she dies. But upon the death of the single or the joint, that money goes away. Your heirs get zero. Now, that doesn't exactly mean that the money goes back to the insurance company as profit. I hear that a lot, and people go, wow, the insurance company made out like a bandit on that. What really happens is the insurance company, the actuaries at these insurance companies, they pretty much know how long a particular group of people are going to live. 150, 200, 300 of us, 1,000 of us. What they don't know is how long any one of us is going to live. So when people die early and the money goes back to the insurance company, well, that money is used to pay the people who lived long. So if you live to 100, well, the actuary thought, if you're a female, they thought you were going to only going to live to 86. So they have an extra 14 years to continue to pay you. And that money has to come from somewhere. It doesn't, they don't want it to come out of their reserves. So it comes out of the pockets of the people who died early. So that's an immediate annuity. Heirs get zero, but you get paid until you die. The other three types almost always have a beneficiary designation associated with them. Either as a, tra- well, it's going to, the paperwork will come with beneficiaries, with places you fill out for beneficiaries. And what happens is if you die while that annuity contract, either a fixed, an indexed, or a variable, if you die while that contract is still in force, the beneficiaries that you name will get the account value that's left. The account value can be dramatically different from the income value. And you'd have to go back to an old podcast. I, I, don't, I won't go into that today. But the account value is what your heirs will inherit in almost every case if you were to die while that contract is still in place. So you want to make sure that your named beneficiaries are who you actually want to inherit that annuity. That could be an IRA annuity. It could be a Roth IRA annuity, or it could be just regular old brokerage money, bank money that you put into an annuity. So there's going to be tax implications for those inheritances. 
Just make sure that as your life changes, as your heirs change, uh, you make sure that you keep those beneficiary designations up to date. So Walter, I, I get a lot of questions about whether annuities are good or bad. And I think the answer is, well, they're neither good nor bad. They're just another financial tool. They may be a financial tool that you need to build your retirement house. They may not be. And that's where some really good information, knowing the right questions to ask, and hopefully getting somebody to shepherd you through the process that understands what you're trying to do. That's where deciding whether annuities as a tool are right for you. Anything in life that comes with a guarantee, that guarantee costs money. And frankly, that's what annuities are really good at is guaranteeing results. But those results, the, the cost of that tends to come in lower returns uh, or fees deducted directly from your account. Uh, and those fees, as we've discussed, are mostly for benefits that you have chosen to get. So what are annuities good for? I can basically boil them down to three things. If you're looking for a way to get lifetime income over and above what you're getting in Social Security and maybe a pension, they're a terrific way to guarantee yourself lifetime income. I think they're pretty good as a bond alternative or as a CD alternative. Fixed rate, like a, a five-year, a four-year, five-year uh, fixed annuity is probably right around, a five years, right around 3% right now. Well, that's well more than you're going to get in a bank. But the guarantees are different. And they are not <laughs> a stock market alternative. A lot of times they're sold as such, especially indexed annuities. But they're not really, you're going to be disappointed by the returns if you think it's an alternative to the stock market. Um, so make sure that you ask some really good questions understand what you're getting, and make sure that it's right for you. We have a couple of previous episodes I can point people to, David, if they want some more information about annuities. And you, you hinted at it uh, a moment ago saying, you know, are annuities good or bad? That being one of the common questions that you get. And we covered exactly that topic in episode 13. So you got to go way back a little bit, but episode 13, good or bad? all about annuities. A little bit more recently, last summer, we talked about the four types of annuities in a little bit more depth. So that was episode 83. So I'll invite people to check that one out as well. Episode 83, what to know about the four types of annuities. David goes into a little bit more detail on those four types and some of the other things that you need to be thinking about and need to know. And of course, today's episode gives you a pretty good overview as well, at least a great place to start on today's program. Uh, David, thank you for filling in those details for us. Very helpful. And uh, we'll look forward to another good show with you next week. I'll look forward to that as well, Walter. Thanks. If you have more questions for David and the team at KC Financial Advisors, please reach out. You can call 913-317-1414 or go online to coveryourassetskc.com. And that contact information is in the description of today's show, so it's easy for you to find. For David Dickens, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time right back here on Cover Your Assets KC. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and KC Financial Advisors are independent of each other.